0: Welcome back to trading 360. It's time for the 360 round. Let's bring in our panel to talk all about Microsoft, which is down about 26 percent this year and an outlook for next year. J.P. Lee is with us, ETF product manager at Venec, and our own Lee Bull, senior manager, trading education at Charles Schwab. Thank you both for being here. So, J.P., what are your thoughts? Obviously, Microsoft this year is a laggard like most stocks, like most names that are related to tech. Is Are we going to see something different for 2023?
1: Um, I, I think for Microsoft, it's one of the biggest companies in the world. I, th- I think it in a lot of ways, it moves right with the QQQ. Um, you know, my focus has really been looking at the Activision acquisition. And um, bottom line for me, I don't think the acquisition is going to make or break Microsoft's 2023 or 2024, whether it goes through. Um, I'm personally hoping it goes through. I think that's where the, industry, the video gaming industry is headed, uh, consolidation. But, um, you know it's it's a drop in the bucket for Microsoft's overall business, um, you know specific to the Activision acquisition
0: right, so that's really interesting because I mean I think that's something that has been scrutinized closely, what will happen if and when and whatever, but you do see the deal closing with some possible concessions, so that's good to know, but it sounds like a good thing in your opinion and uh, won't really make or break the company as we know it. Um, Lee, you're taking a look at Microsoft. Uh, You want to broaden it out a little bit from cloud to bringing internet to folks around the world. Um, Your thoughts.
2: Right. I think, you know, their biggest opportunity is to, you know, keep as you are growing, you know their cloud program. You know it grew 45% in 2022, and they are taking steps. You know they have a very interesting way. I think they can promote that. They have a lot of cash flow from their office products, uh, as we all know, which can help fund that. But you know, they are really trying to go after Amazon Web Services. They just did this uh, partnership with Oracle, right, to go after. Um, Amazon Web Services. So I think that is uh, something very significant. Also, we probably saw that they just did that deal with the London Stock Exchange Group. They're going to spend $2.8 billion on cloud technology. So I think they're really making inroads there. I think that is the probably the way that they're going to turn things around a little bit um, next year, because you, you have to admit that They do trade with the QQQs, but I will point out they have underperformed Oracle. They have underperformed SAP. They have actually underperformed the XLK so far this year.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. Also, um, JP, I just wanted to, since you're really combing into the the prospects of this deal and the likelihood that it may or may not go through, sounds like you do think it's gonna go through with some concessions. You talked about Sony, Nintendo, and Steam. Um, Tell me a little bit about what you predict could happen and what kind of concessions we could see?
1: Well, I mean, th- there's three things that could happen. Microsoft drops the acquisition. They go through through with it with concessions or they go through with it as is, right? And uh, in the video game market, it's all about platforms. So Microsoft is a huge platform owner. Sony's a big platform and Nintendo. Those are the three big console platforms. And um, Sony is being, you know, uh, the stick in the mud here. They want, um, they don't want the deal to go through because they see Call of Duty specifically as a huge um, opportunity for Microsoft to make that exclusive. So if Microsoft were to buy uh, Activision and then turn Call of Duty into an exclusive Microsoft game, that would cause problems for people who say, well, look, I'm not gonna buy the PlayStation because Call of Duty is not available on there. Um, and, And what's interesting is that Microsoft has a history of buying huge games and keeping them open right they bought minecraft back in 2014 and Minecraft's still available for everybody on playstation and and anywhere that anybody who wants to play uh, minecraft can play it even though microsoft owns it so i think it's also the ftc is just trying to figure this thing out and they're pushing the envelope lately right they they, they sued yeah. fa- uh, meta for their purchase of a vr platform right and vr is a tiny tiny market much much smaller than the broader video game market So I think it's a case of the FTC probing a little bit and seeing if they could potentially get some laws rewritten to kind of codify some of their antitrust, anti-monopoly views that they have and that they're worried about for Microsoft, Amazon, Google and Apple and stuff.
0: Would you buy the stock? I don't know if you recommend stocks, just a yes or no. I mean,
1: I I don't recommend stocks. I I don't recommend.
0: Um, Let me give the last few seconds to Lee. He's looking at um, you talked about the comparison with Amazon Web Services and the competition there. Just a quick thought on that specific part of it, Lee, quickly.
2: Well, I mean, that's that's their biggest growth engine. And I think they have the cash flow to definitely really push in that area. So I think that is gonna be the major driver going forward. So we need to watch that uh, partnership with Oracle very carefully going forward.
0: Thank you both. JP Lee of Vanek, Lee Bull of Charles Schwab. Nice to see you both. Thanks for a good look there at Microsoft.